Picture this. You're wearing your tuxedo. She's wearing a white dress. Walking down the aisle of a church, or maybe it's outside and there's flowers and there's music playing and you're getting teary-eyed and you look over at your best buddy or your brother who's standing next to you and he's laughing at you (laughs) for getting teary-eyed. Maybe he's a little bit teary-eyed too. And she walks up to you and you say your vows. You don't say for better or not so bad. You say for better or worse. We're going to get into what that means and talk about how to be a better husband right after this. Warning, applying these principles may change your life. People will look at you differently. You'll walk straighter, live bolder, and find out who you are. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Atcher. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, and I'm the founder of the Manlyhood Movement. If you want to find out more about what this is, you can go to manlyhood.com. We've got a store there where you can purchase some Manlyhood apparel, like the cool Man the Heck Up t-shirt that I'm wearing. It's got a cool red skull on the front, and it says Man the Heck Up on the back. Uh, we've got other cool, fun shirts for men hoodies, t-shirts, things like that, as well as some books and ebooks and other resources for men and more things on the way. But we've also got, and this is probably the part of the Manlyhood movement that I'm the most proud of, and that is the Manlyhood Man Cave. This is our private Facebook group where there are men from all over the world, primarily uh, men from all over the U.S. That's probably where most of the men are from, but they're from all over the world. And In that group, we will discuss what it means to be a better man, what it means to be a good man, and all of the topics related to that. You know, I'll share my insights a lot, but you guys, there are men who will get in there and they'll say, man, I'm struggling with this, and the other guys will chime in and they will give advice. And the advice that is given is really good, and it's from a variety of perspectives, okay? You know, a lot of people say, man, all that manlyhood stuff, you know, I know Josh is a Christian and I don't need all that God stuff in my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know what you're saying. I just want you to know and understand that this is not just for Christian men. Okay. This is for any men and we can get in here and we're going to talk about things. Yes, there's going to be some Christian perspectives, but there's also going to be men who are coming from a variety of perspectives and you can listen to that advice and you can weigh it out and then you can make your decisions. Because you've got men who care about you and want you to be better. And we're going to weigh these options. And we're going to look at the moral and the right thing to do. And we're going to look at how do we work through this. And we're going to look at how do we become better men together. That is the heart of this manlyhood movement. It's men helping men be better men. And I'm so excited that you are making this journey with me. So if you're listening to this podcast, listen please. Comment, like, subscribe, share, leave us a review on iTunes. All of the things that you can do to please help us get the word out. Because I truly believe that this movement is not just for me. It's not just for you. This is for all of the men in the world. 
but it's going to take you and it's going to take me to help spread the word to those men. So let's do this. For better or not so bad, how to be a better husband. So guys, today we're talking about how to be a better husband. And I've really broken down about six areas that we really need to be aware of. Things that she needs from us. Things that a good husband does. So let's talk about them. The first one is to listen more. It is so easy for us as men to try to listen to respond. You know? She's talking. And I am not a good listener by default. So I have to choose to actively engage. I have to choose to pay attention to what she's saying. I have to choose to tune out the distractions. And it is not easy. It is not easy. But if I listen more, she feels valued. She feels valued. And I can be a better husband. (laughs) Because I've given her more value. I've made her feel loved and accepted. That's what she wants. That's what she needs. So we need to learn to listen more. Sometimes, like I said, we listen to respond. We listen because we want to say something. We like hearing our own voice. We like being the one with the answers or the solutions. But is that what she really needs? Now, from our perspective, we just want the solution. We want the problem solved, right? But what she needs is someone to listen. So learn to listen. The next thing, guys, that we need to do to be a better husband is to apologize more. But also adjust. You know, my mom always used to say, because I would do something wrong and say, I'm sorry. And she'd say, I know you're sorry. Now apologize. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, it, an apology is just words. To just say you're sorry is just words. And a lot of men will just not say they're sorry. They will never admit they're wrong. They will never take the position where they have done something wrong. They will never humble themselves. And that matters a lot. Learn those words. I apologize. I'm sorry. Because I guarantee you, you probably need them on a daily basis. You probably do something wrong or stupid daily. But learn how to adjust because it means nothing if you just say it. If you pop off and lose your cool and yell and say you're sorry, but you do nothing to adjust. If you don't try to correct that wrong behavior for the next time. What did your apology mean? Nothing. Nothing. That doesn't make you a better husband. That just makes you a husband who's good at pretending to be he's sorry. The next thing that a man needs to do if he wants to be a better husband is he needs to educate himself. This kind of branches off into three little subcategories. There's three things that you need to educate yourself on. And the first one is you need to study her. Pay attention to her. What does she like? What does she need? Because if you're paying attention to her and you notice she likes it when I bring her fresh cut flowers, 
it means something to her. Or she likes it when I affirm her and tell her that she's doing a good job. You know, if you haven't read the book, The Five Love Languages, I highly recommend it because you'll learn and understand that everybody has a primary way that they like to give and receive love and affection. And as you learn that about her, and as you learn the ways that she gives and receives affection, you can then meet those needs for love and affection. As you study her, you learn to anticipate her needs, and honestly, you can meet them before she even expresses them. That's a good thing. The other thing we need to do is we're educating ourselves is we need to learn from others. Have people in your life that you can learn from, that you can go to and ask questions. Not people that you can go to and vent about how bad your marriage is, although sometimes you do need that. But you need people that can tell you, ah, man, you know, this is how we solve that problem. Or this is probably how you can get better at this. Or, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, brother, but you're in the wrong here and you need to go make that right. You need those people in your life. You need older couples in your life who've been through hell and back again that you can spend time with and watch how they handle conflict. You need to spend enough time with them to see them work through that conflict. You know, a lot of parents, when they're raising their kids, don't ever fight in front of their kids and then their kids never learn how to handle marital conflict. Or maybe they fight in front of their kids the wrong way and then they never learn how to handle marital conflict. But make sure that you get around people that you can learn from. Learn from their mistakes. Learn from what they've done wrong. Learn from what they've done right. And the other part of this, and this is a hard one for a lot of men, is be teachable. If you are going to educate yourself so that you can be a better husband, you have to be teachable. If you know everything, nobody can teach you. What good are you if you already know everything? Because you don't. I don't. I don't know everything. I wish I did. I really do. I wish I knew a lot more than I do. But the honest truth is, we don't know everything. And if you want to be a better man, if you want to be a better husband, you need to be teachable. You need to be able to learn. You need to admit that you don't know things, and you need to be able to have an open mind when something comes your way that you can learn from. Guys, the fourth one I talked about a little bit when I talked about studying her and reading that book, The Five Love Languages. Know her love language. How does she respond to you to love? How does she give love? Learn it about yourself as well. What is your love language? I'm telling you guys, this makes all the difference in the world. You know, if, if her love language is quality time and you're always working overtime and you're never home, because you want to buy her things. She doesn't care about the things. She cares about the time she spends with you. If her love language is physical touch, and again, you're never around to touch her, or when you get angry or she gets angry, you back up and you give her space. She didn't need the space. She needed to be comforted and touched and reassured. Or maybe it's acts of service. So, you know, you want to be close to her. You want some sexy time. And she just wants somebody to do the dishes. Because she can't even think about that because there's a sink full of dishes downstairs. There are five love languages and everybody has a primary one. But I do believe that we all have a little bit of all of them. And sometimes we have a, a secondary one that's also pretty high. 
Take the time to learn them. Take the time to study them. Buy the book. Read the book. If you don't like to read, get the audio book. If you can't even pay that much attention, at least learn what they are and how they work. Go to the website and learn a little bit about the five love languages and learn what hers is. Take one of those quizzes and learn how does she give and receive love so that you can give love the way that she needs it. It would really help if you both did this because she can then understand how you receive love. And if she does, then both of you are working to try to show each other in a way that you can understand. Guys, the next thing that is going to make you a better husband is just shut your mouth. Just shut up. Just shut your mouth. I can't tell you how many arguments would have been over in a fraction of the time. But I had to keep going because I had to win. I had to be right. And honestly, I caused a lot of damage. Just shut up. This can go a couple ways. One, if you're teachable, then you can admit that you might be wrong. And if you can admit that in your own mind, then you might not be so quick to jump out with a response that might be wrong and then to plant your flag in that hill that you're willing to die on for something that's just wrong. And the other part of that is sometimes you can be right and you don't have to say it. Sometimes you can be right without saying I told you so. Sometimes you can be right and just silently know it in your head. That's fine. It's good. You don't have to smirk. You don't have to nod. You don't have to laugh. You can just be right and be okay with it. If you're humble enough, you'll know that you're probably right a lot less than you think you are. This is also especially true, guys, when it comes to how you communicate with this woman. Do not belittle her. Do not insult her. Draw some lines in the sand early on. And if this is later in your relationship and you've been doing these things where you insult or belittle or make fun of as a joke, um, stop. And, you know, maybe she will about you because that's the culture that you've built in your marriage and maybe it was fun. But I think it's a dangerous thing to do because what it does is it actually breeds disrespect for both of you. So I don't know that you can just turn it off for both of you, but you should definitely turn it off for her and start instead of making jokes about how she's a bad cook or a bad driver, or instead of making jokes about how she's always late or instead of making jokes and insults about any other thing, start only speaking good things about her, how she's beautiful how you're thankful for her, how she does this well. Just see what happens. Give it 60 days. Heck, give it 30 days. Turn off all the insults and the jabs and the I told you so's and all of those things and just only speak kind words. If you've got mean words to say, shut your mouth. If you have to get them out, get a journal and keep it hidden and write it down so she can't see it and just get it out that way so it gets out of your head. But just... Only speak to her and about her good things. Just see what happens. Since we're talking about speaking, this is the next part of this, guys, is that communication 
goes both ways. So in communications 101 in college, and honestly, really anybody can know this, but the the technical definition of communication means that you have a transmitter and a receiver. So communication is when a transmitter transmits a message and the message is then received. Now, there can be interference in the middle that keeps that message from being sent. There can be a problem with the receiver. There can be a problem with the transmitter. When those things happen, communication does not happen. People will love to say, oh, we communicate. No, you talked, or you sent a message, or you said it. But if it wasn't received, and if it wasn't heard, and if it wasn't fully communicated, (laughs) was it communication? No. And so you have to keep this in mind in your marriage in that you make sure that it's not just you doing all the talking to her or talking at her or telling her what to do, that you are both a transmitter and a receiver, okay? That you're speaking to her what she needs to hear from you and that you're receiving from her what she needs to say to you and that you are removing the things that are interference in between, including your attitude, including distractions, including trauma and responses to that. You'd be surprised how many things can interfere with communication between a husband and a wife. In fact, I'm willing to bet that most of the time, most of the problems in a marriage are because a husband and a wife are trying to communicate And they have not made sure that what is actually happening is communication. And they're frustrated with each other because she thinks she's communicating and he's not receiving. And he thinks he's communicating and she's not receiving. Take the time to eliminate the interference so that communication can flow. You guys, I know that marriage is hard. I know that it's hard to be a good husband. In fact, if it were easy... It would be something that everybody could and would do. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody succeeds. And I'm not dissing or bad-mouthing people who have not succeeded. There are all kinds of reasons why it doesn't. But if you want it to succeed, you've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the time. And it takes two of you. It starts, though, with one of you. And so if it's not working perfectly right now and you want it to work better... Put in the time, put in the work, put in the energy, take the time and the effort to get to know her, to listen, to study her needs, to meet her needs, to make sure that communication is flowing, to speak good things to her and about her and watch and see what happens. I believe that if you do that, if you take that time, it will be good and it will get better. Guys, I appreciate you. I thank you for listening to the Manlyhood Mancast. If you are getting something good out of it, please share this. This might be a really good episode to share with your wife. Have that conversation with her. Let's see what flows out of it. Love you guys. I care about you. And I'll see you next time. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for Manlyhood.com. 
Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manly Good Mancast.